Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Emily, your host of Reboot from the Root. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so glad to have you here. I'm feeling so good. I'm so excited to record this episode and share everything that I have in my mind and have learned with you. And first of all, I just want to say happy Mother's Day um, to all those really, really wonderful mothers who have held it down for us out there, the divine feminine. It is time to honor them and honor all of our wonderful mothers. And for those who maybe don't have mothers or don't have a mother figure in their life, I hear and I see you and I'm sharing that love with you. And you are also seen and heard today on this day. And we are all together as a collective and just want to honor. So today I have recently been looking more into chakras and I've always been learning about chakras um, through yoga and it's not something really new to me, but what is new to me is being able to dive deep and look at it more holy. So what I mean by that is looking at the chakras and looking at myself energetically and spiritually on a deeper level, looking at the things that have made me who I am and things that could possibly block my chakras. And you know what? That's okay if you have a blocked chakra because I do and most people do unless you truly, truly do the work. So that is what I want to share with you. I've been recently trying to do work and clear my energy patterns that have been stagnant or trapped within my body and it's time to release and it's time to do the work and it is time to heal. (sighs) Yes, it is time to heal. Say it with me. It is time to heal and I'm so glad that you are here and the fact that you are listening to this means that a subconscious part of you wants to heal that too and if any of this resonates like I said in my last podcast it is not something new it is because you remember on a soul level you are remembering what I am saying as it's integrated into your eternal DNA So what are chakras? Hmm. Chakras are energy centers in our body. And through these chakras, we draw in emotions from ourselves experienced through situations in our life and drawing in emotions of even other people that we come into contact with, whether or not we are close, it could be someone that you have a quick passing with, right? Their energy could be so strong, either positive or negative, and you have to be so protective of your aura and your energy to be fully conscious, not to absorb that. It's energy. And even thoughts. So what are the chakras? There are seven main chakras that you are probably familiar with. I will start from the ground up. First is the root chakra. That is powerful. That is all about survival, feeling safe. Your career, money mindset, and your sense of belonging. That is the first chakra. Then we're moving up to the sacral chakra. What is the sacral chakra? That is beautiful. That is focusing on sexuality and pleasure. 
oh, wow, it's our connection and ability to accept others and new experiences and to accept ourselves. Wow. And now we're going to move up to the solar plexus chakra. That is focusing on personal power and your ability to channel the divine, channel your true sense of who you are and connect to your deepest self. This is our ability to be confident and in control of our lives. That is beautiful. So those are lower three chakras. And then we are moving up to the heart as I know you know where that is. Yes, place your right hand on your heart. Take a deep breath. And feel your heartbeat. Yeah. Feel that blood pumping through you. Oh my God, you are alive. It feels so good. Feels so good to be alive. That is a gift. This chakra is responsible for love, relationships, self-acceptance, and our ability to love. That means not just others, but also ourselves. Okay. So then you move up to the throat chakra. This is self-expression. A lot of people have this as blocked. It's something that you really have to work hard to remove the stagnant energy. This is our ability to communicate more and more. I think with technology, it's been harder to truthfully communicate. It's so easy to hide behind our phone or the internet and say what we really want to say behind a phone or a message on Facebook rather than expressing our true selves in person because it's hard. And through the years, we've lost that. And through that, we have emotional issues with communication, self-expression of the feelings and our truth. And we don't want that. I want you to connect more with your feelings and not be ashamed because we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. Therefore, we are freely able to express these emotions when they arise as you are not your emotions. You may express them. You do not have to be hostage. You do not have to have these jailed within your body and haunt you. You are free to express the truth. Oh my God, you are free. Own your truth. Know your truth. Speak your truth. Be yourself and be heard without shame. Do not let others shame you for your truth. You are here on a mission. You are here for a purpose. You are here to share that and raise the collection of the vibration in this world. It is your duty. Wow. And then there is the third eye chakra right in between the eyebrows on the forehead. This rules intuition, sense of purpose and direction in life. This is our ability to focus and see the big picture, see beyond the veil and see things for what they truly are. Like I said in my last podcast episode, being the witness of this human experience that we are having, taking a step back and not being pressed against that aquarium glass, being able to see all that is and for all that it is worth in this lifetime. And then there's the crown chakra. This is the connection to the divine. This is the connection to your creator and to your highest self. This chakra represents our ability to be fully connected spiritually. 
And this is located at the top of the head. But so right now, I am going to be focused on the lower few chakras. And this is really an inspiration because I have been listening to other podcasts and really wonderful women, um, empowered women, like powerful women, beautiful women who are sharing their mission and their wisdom with the world. So I've been following, following this, uh, girl on Instagram and started listening to her podcast, Sahara Rose. She's really, really amazing. If you're feeling called to check it out. And it's so funny because I have found these synchronicities. And, you know, last week when I was recording, I was like thinking about what I wanted to do for this recording today. And I was like, huh, like it would be kind of cool if I talked you know, like weekly about the chakras and kind of just like went up in the list and kind of like focused and honed in on what they are, blockages, and basically how we can integrate the um, clearance of that into our daily life. And of course, when I go to check out her podcast episode, it is about the lower three chakras. And I'm like, wow, that is crazy. So let's just dive right in. Okay, everyone, you got a cup of water or tea or something. It's, uh, whew, let's relax with me, man. <laughs> okay. So basically when one chakra is out of sync, it can eventually affect the organs and then cause a chain reaction down the chakras. This is because the chakras rule different organs within the body. And when there is an imbalance of energy in one of those chakras, it manifests physically in the form of disease, sickness, and whatever it is. And that's not to say that any disease or sickness is your fault. That is not what I'm saying. I am saying that if sometimes your chakras are so blocked and emotionally you are so out of tune, your body is hurting. It's the same reason okay, use this as an example, right? You know, um, researchers say that stress has a horrible effect on your body, right? And when you're stressed, maybe you can't sleep. Maybe you get a headache. Maybe your hands are clammy, you're shaky, you get anxiety, your heart rate quickens. Why? That is all physical manifestations of this emotional state that you have clung onto outside of the seat of the witness. You're choosing to be at the forefront and you are choosing to identify yourself with your thoughts and, and therefore you are suffering and giving way to experience this emotion. And you know what? Stress is normal. It is so normal to jump back and forth from conscious and unconscious. It really, you have to train yourself to do that. But the thing is, and my point of this is that feelings and emotions and energy can manifest physically. So let's get started. Chakras can either be overactive, underactive, or blocked. And this can be felt on a physical and emotional level. So through chakra balance, you know, most people think, you know, through yoga, we can learn to balance our health and well-being. But the truth is yoga is a wonderful outlet and a great start, but that is not the only way to balance those chakras. It's through diet. It is through true meditation. It is through getting in touch with your soul. It is through dancing and getting back in touch with your animalistic and primitive self. Yes. 
Mm. So first is the root chakra and then the sacral chakra. <coughs> Excuse me. And the solar plexus and so on. As a collective, we have been growing disharmonic with ourselves. And the mass consciousness is starting to finally realize and come to terms with this. And shining a light on the current situation, on the current pandemic. This is the shift in the world as we know it is breaking down. The reality that we know it has crumbled and is gone. Okay, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but reality as we know it will never be the same. And that is actually a blessing. Thank God we're shifting into a new paradigm in a new state of being. These problems, these societal issues from war, from any horrible politicians and all these terrible things are physical manifestations of the negative energy that we have collectively exhausted into this reality, which is why a paradigm shift is so dire. And though it is horrible, though there is suffering, though there is so much loss and heartbreak, there is also the beauty of it. There is the beauty and the duality of this situation that we are raising the consciousness and we are now shifting. We are now shifting. We are now shifting into more of our soul's purpose. We are shifting onto our path. You are starting to wake up. And honestly, the things that were not meant for you, the things that vibrationally did not serve you, are falling out of your life, whether or not you like it or realize it. And it's not really my place to say, you know, for those who have lost their jobs, I am truly sorry. But all of this has a divine purpose. Maybe some people who lost their jobs weren't working jobs that fulfilled their soul's mission. Maybe you are working a job that you woke up and you're like, oh my God, is this really happening again? Just to do it all again. Every day is Groundhog Day over and over and over just to wake up and do it again tomorrow. No. Do you really think that is what you came here for? Is that going to ignite your soul on fire? Is that your true purpose here? Tell me. And if it is, then okay, do that. But if any part of you feels what I am saying, yes. Maybe this is all for a reason. Maybe it's giving you time to connect with the things that you never dealt with. Maybe you're feeling triggered because you are at home and you don't feel like you have the freedom. Maybe. Just maybe. We don't know as much as we think we do. And that we can trust that the divine has our back, that the universe has our back. You know, it's kind of corny, but on my Instagram, I posted 
this thing and it was saying that you know you get on an airplane even though you know you don't know the pilot you get on a bus even though you don't know the driver you get on a boat even though you don't know the captain so why don't you just relax a little bit on this journey of life and knowing that your creator has got you and has got a bigger plan because if the divine can create something as beautifully complex as something as us in the beyond world and universes. Don't you think that they might know more than we do and that we are in good hands and can trust that things will fall into alignment with where they are supposed to be? Yeah. So talking about the root chakra, the bottom chakra. When we are in our head, when we are overanalyzing, when we are overthinking, we move the energy away from our lower chakras into our head. The energy no longer remains and it comes up to our third eye chakra where it is not bad that it's at our third eye chakra, but it's not balanced. The third eye, the third eye chakra is beautiful and it's intuition, and it is channeling your deepest self. But what you don't want to do is identify with your mind and identify with your thoughts because that creates a disharmony with yourself and your spiritual self of a being. You don't want that. Okay, and that is easy to get into your mind right now as we are in quarantine. It's been about what, like two months? Everyone's starting to feel a little, you know, stir crazy, a little cabin feverish. So it's easy to get in your mind. It's easy to go there. It's what you know, it's what you've been conditioned to think about. So when you're highly imbalanced with this root chakra, you are afraid. You don't feel safe and you don't feel grounded with all this uncertainty. You're not sure if your bodies will protect you. So we disassociate from this part of ourselves. This is why when you wake up, up with little bodily energy and you feel achy and your joints are stiff and you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm 80 in a 20, 30, 40, 50 year old body because so much energy is in your head and you need to learn how to get out of your head and get into your heart. I'm going to say it again, get out of your head and step into your heart. Yeah. And you can use the trick as the witness to try to do that. Try to take a a step back and watch your thoughts come in, but don't identify and see what emotions arise when they come in. Okay. So with the fear of this virus and the containment and feelings of unconnected, we must go within and connect more with our bodies and listen to it. Sit and be in your body and ground yourself because when else have we had the time to do it? Maybe if you took an hour to go to the gym, maybe if you took an hour to go to yoga or an hour and a half or two hours. But most of the time before this pandemic, we are go, 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 go. That's how we're trained. That's all we know. But for now, we are mainly stagnant. So it's time to shake, dance, and move and activate the energy and your root chakra and get that stagnant energy out. You're finally given the chance. 
dance, put on your favorite song, move, dance, and be in a room by yourself and move your body in weird ways that you may have been ashamed of before, but who the hell cares? Get in touch with your sensual side, your primitive side. We are primitive beings. And for some reason over time, that has been shamed or you know, looked at as weird or something that is really odd. And that is so wrong because, you know, talking and words can only do so much healing, but movement can connect you to things beyond your mind, beyond your mind that you don't even know. As for your sacral chakra, you know, we talked about this. It is sexuality and pleasure. And that is something that is totally looked at in a negative life as if you are a sexual being, you're a hoe, you're, you know, a player, this, that, and the third one. We are really sexual beings. Now, that doesn't mean go in around and sleep with everyone. That just means that you are able to harness the sexual and sensual energy and use it for creativity and use it to heal because sex is sacred. Sex is sacred, you know, and I know that's kind of a taboo topic, but it is so powerful beyond the belief that people have in this modern Western society. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, look at dancing, look at other cultural dances, such as, you know, Latin America, they're very sensual, heavy sacral chakra. It is primal and grounding because you're so conscious in your body of like every move you make, something just comes over you. You're not thinking about work. You're not thinking about your phone bells. You're in the moment. You are grounded. You are fully conscious being and it's true sacred energy. Invite your sexual energy in. Why is one way of moving your body shameful and another is healing? That is such a beautiful statement that I heard in that podcast from Sahara. Why is one way of moving your body shameful and another is healing? And one thing about this is, you know, men and women are very different, right? Energetically. Energetically, men are linear, focused, and directional, whereas spiral, creative, expressive energy, and circular kind of describe feminine energy. And that's how our bodies want to move. And for guys, don't be afraid to get in touch with your feminine side. You need a good balance of male and female energy. Otherwise, you're also going to have disharmony within yourself. We don't move like men, so don't be afraid to be seen as sexually powerful, but be able to harness that energy and not give it so freely because it is your sacred weapon. And if this is imbalanced, you can have problems with sense of abundance, well-being, pleasure, and sexuality. You can be over-sexual, overly pleasure you know, yourself and others and have a sense of abundance, you know, try to acquire a lot of materialistic items to make up for a sense of not being fulfilled. So step into your power. You are powerful and also step into your solar plexus, your third plexus. 
this is your personal power and ability to channel. You know, the Middle Eastern dances kind of focus on your solar plexus, like the belly rolls, you know, very in the middle section of your body. And this is identity power showing up and being seen, fully expressing your power with confidence and being in control of yourself. You know, and if this is out of whack, you can have issues with self-worth, self-confidence and self-esteem. And if that is true, then I invite you to maybe go in your room by yourself, light some candles and meditate and then put on some bad ass music that makes you want to shake your ass (laughs) or just dance and get in tune with your body, roll around, be happy, jump around. Target that inner child and guys, put on whatever music you want and just kind of dance. No one is judging you. You are healing every time you move and listen to your body. You are healing. Dance can bring out expressive energies and help these chakras flow, getting moving, getting in touch with your juicy self again. And, you know, something else that I found from Sahara is shamanic shaking. It's a practice to help release stagnant energy. You could go. I did it earlier before recording this podcast. That's where all this energy probably came from. You can just type in shamanic shaking and do like the 17 minute video. And it might seem a little weird. You might be a little judgmental of it. So try not to judge yourself and try to just show up and, you know, listen to your body and see what it has to offer you and see how you feel after that. But modern day, my label shaking or dancing as wrong and shameful or an animalistic, but this is through patriarchy and colonialism or to be able to get in touch with ourselves because this is due to the conditioned negative response to dancing and being in your body. I mean, you know, this girl talked about how if you go back in your mind's eye and you envision a woman dancing at a party, maybe at a wedding or a dance, or what would people say if someone's dancing? You know, she said, people might say she's a hoe. She's doing it for attention. And while part of that might be true, what if she isn't? What if she truly is just into her body? And you know what? Even if she was doing it for attention, that comment can subconsciously take that as a truth and create a judgment within ourselves that still runs deep within our psyche because you think you might look like a slut. You might look stupid. You might be judged by people to the point where you might feel ashamed to do this on your own when we, like I said, are sensual and primal beings because we feel judged. We don't want to feel judged. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel natural. We want everyone to like us. We want people to think we're cool. We want people to think that we are not bizarre, but guess what? We are all bizarre beings. So let's get fucking weird and tune in with ourselves and our animalistic nature. Our true selves are dying to come out and release stagnant energy and let what flows flows. Let whatever wants to come out, come out. Like, my God, when I'm meditating, sometimes I'm like, (sighs) because it feels good it wants to come out and I'm not judging it and like what would you rather let that energy stay inside and maybe sometimes this might be a little easier for women not necessarily you know saying that but men feel free to meditate (sighs) let it out 
oh my God, through breath where you can heal, through movement, you can heal. You're unconsciously healing yourself and your spiritual self and aura. You can shift yourself and you can completely change who you are. Not to the core, not going to change yourself to the core, you know, like who you are or your true divine self. But you can pull away at the layers of your false self and find that spark. You can feel what your body is trying to tell you, you know, and we hold on to energy in our lives uh, and to our body somatically from past lives, ancestral, generationally, traumas. We hold on to that. So we can process that through expression and through, a, uh, you know, through a throat chakra and writing and singing, but there's only so much you can do through voice and expression. You have to move your body and release that energy. You have to be present, be here now, being present in this moment because that's all we have, you know? Sahara also said, do you know how many souls are up there wishing they were incarnated in a physical body? It is a gift to be incarnated in this lifetime. It is a gift. Do you realize that? You chose here. You chose now to be alive and to be present. And I know this might be a foreign topic to some of you. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what? Reincarnation. You're crazy, girl. You're crazy. What are you talking about? <laughs> and that's okay if you're not there. Like, we can all have different beliefs. That is totally fine. Take what resonates and leave what doesn't. I'm not forcing anything on you or forcing any beliefs. But every day that you wake up is a gift every day, you know, and that is something that I want you to really hold close to your heart and really think about. Every day is a gift. This is a journey, whether or not you've experienced the ups, the downs, the spirals, the heartbreak, the love, the laughter, the judgment, the insecurity, all of it is a human experience. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. And this is all part of the ride that you signed up for. And that is beautiful. It's time to take charge of your life and finally live it and step into your absolute supreme power, my dear. I am here to remind you, not give permission, but remind you that you have permission to be yourself at any moment. You are free to change. You are free to be better than the person you were yesterday, last month, last year, in whatever, without judgment. And you know why? Because the people and the things that are meant for your life and meant for you will vibrationally attract to you. You just got to put yourself on that wavelength you got to open up space man you got to open up that space in your heart and within yourself and within your energy centers you need to make space for the things that you want you can't hold on to old toxic beliefs patterns and friends and expect to get totally rad friends and in return you need to empty that glass you need to pour out some toxic water to get beautiful fresh abundant radiant water into your cup to be filled up, you know, and whether or not that's through dance or, you know, writing or, you know, painting, you know, 
anything it is, going for a run, walk, yoga, practice, whatever it is, you are free to be. You're free to be here now. And this is the time. Hopefully, you are using this time to connect with yourself. You know, you're not being forced to write a book or you're not being forced to do whatever it is, lose 20 pounds during pandemic so that when you come out, you look amazing. I mean, if you do, that's friggin' the call. Good for you. But, you know, like, do whatever it is that your heart desires. If you need to rest, rest, you know, really just stepping into who you are and following that calling and not listening to anything else that doesn't resonate with you, you know, and, and that means following your intuition. And I mean, one way of doing that is, you know, for example, you know, asking your friends for advice on a certain topic or a certain, uh, situation. And, you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. What do you think I should do? But when you do that, even though you are looking for the divine, um, the divine suggestion from your friends and your loved ones, while that is okay, you know, sometimes friends, you know, like if you're working on a project or creating a new podcast <laughs> or, you know, painting, you're like, oh, what do you think? Like, that's different. But when it comes to true important decisions about yourself, your path, and your future, and you ask other input, you immediately take the power away from yourself and put it in someone else's hands. And what you are doing is you are doubting your intuition. You are doubting your abilities to make choices for yourself that will lead you to your highest self and the evolution of your path. Do whatever the F feels good for you. Do whatever feels right for your body. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, do whatever feels good in what is an alignment with your beliefs and your values and the things that are important to you. Because it's like working out at the gym. The more you practice it, the more it will strengthen. And the more you practice trusting yourself, you trust the universe and you surrender to the process. You trust in something greater than yourself. And you shift out of that fear mindset. You shift back into love. So it's time to reclaim your power. Trust in yourself. Trust that you have the power to create the life that you want, that you are the creator of your own reality. Feel free to give them a plot twist. Let me say it again like I say in my other podcasts. You are the creator of your reality. Because life is kind of an illusion and we are all just sacred mirrors. We are all just reflections of one another. And the light in me sees and honors the light in you. And you are love. You're created from love and you are magic. And you need to see this within yourself. And whatever you are feeling when I am saying that is nothing new. You are feeling this within yourself because you know it's true on a soul level. You know it is true. On a soul level, you feel this and you remember. And that is beautiful. I am so glad that we are on this journey together. You know, I'm learning. I am healing right there with you. I am not perfect. I don't claim to be perfect at all. I I mess up, you know. We say things we don't mean. We do things, you know, we fall back into old patterns. But that's okay because you need to be kind with yourself. 
be forgiving and be patient. It is literally a journey. Life is so short, but it is a journey with the ups and downs. You're not always going to be happy. You are not always going to be sad because you've gotten through worse times and you will get through this too, whatever you're going through. Or if you're in a good headspace, you know, keep it going. But remember to stay present through it all because if you focus too much on the past, you will feel some sadness maybe. You will feel nostalgia and you're losing all that you have right now, which is the present. And that is a gift. Be here now. Realize the power of now. And if you're anxious, you're focusing on too much of the future. And let me ask you a question. How much anxiety or how many anxious thoughts have added time to your life? Hmm? I read that in a book and I was like, wow, 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 wow. Oh my goodness. From someone who has, you know, struggled with anxiety since I was younger, I am more recently kind of getting a grip on it and grappling with it. And I never put myself on medication. So it was a little bit, you know, harder because I felt like I could just try to do it on my own through holistic practices. And that is not shaming anyone who is on it. I believe that it can be helpful, you know, if you need it for a little bit of time that is great. I'm glad you're taking charge of your life. But with me personally, I feel that being anxious and feeling depressed, it is true that you are struggling with the ability to be a fully conscious being. And I'm not shaming that because I have been there and experience that sometimes too, right? You are feeling sad. Why? It's probably because you're beating yourself up or, you know, feeling resentful or like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that and reliving and rehashing past mistakes and flaws and things that you've done or things that you've said. But that's a pure example how you are not even living in the now, you're not living in the present. You are not a fully conscious being because if you were, all you would have is this moment and you would realize that everything is okay. <sighs> if you can put your right hand on your heart and your left hand on your belly and close your eyes and tune into how you are feeling at this moment and know that you are okay. You are safe. You are loved. You are free to express your divine love and creativity. I allow my inner child to be heard, heard, seen, and loved and acknowledged. And she wants to play. She wants out. She wants to express herself, and it's time you do the same. But remember, be the witness. Watch your thoughts come in. Watch your emotions arise. Those triggers are your teachers. That is where you need healing. And thank it. Do not judge it for arising. 
it's okay. You along with every other person in the world have experienced that too. So be kind to yourself. Your soul doesn't know the difference. Love yourself so much because that's all you have. And when you are on your deathbed, you are not going to be wishing that you had been more anxious. You're not going to be wishing anything like self-hate or you know, beating yourself up or thinking you're not pretty enough, you are going to be thinking, wow, I wish I loved myself more. I was too hard on myself. I wish I loved others more. I wish I spent more time with the people I love. You are the creator of your own reality. You are the director of your own movie. So how's it going to go? The end has yet to be. And so it is. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I love you all so much, and I appreciate you deeply from the bottom of my heart. And I just, I'm so happy to be sharing this journey with you and for all of the support from you guys. You are all truly beautiful and divine beings. Be patient with yourself, love yourself, be kind, and get freaky and get weird, and don't judge yourself, don't judge others. All right. Um, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Happy Mother's Day again to those badass working mothers out there. Um, You are a life force and time to celebrate the divine feminine energy. And I hope you tune into my next episode coming out a week from now. Go follow me on Instagram at Bybee and let's connect. I can't wait to meet all you cool people. And for all of those people that I know listening to this, I love you all. Thank you so much. Um, bye. <laughs>